we are ready for you. So give it your best shot and come for the belts. We'll be waiting. August 21st, Dan Merle, John Roca will be defending their titles against corruption. I'm going to channel that into anger so that Dan and I absolutely stomp all over those two little boys. We're coming back for our belts where they belong, my friend. Get it war for me, baby. Get it war. August 21st, theschmodownlive.com or join Patreon dot com slash schmodown join today at the ten dollar tier so you can get that match Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the movie trivia showdown. I'm Christian Harloff and the singles tournament. We are in full swing already. A lot of great matches underway. And I'm joined, as always, my partner in crime from the beginning, 2008's own Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. Hello. Christian, I'm a little upset about a bad sexual episode I had last oh. night. But that's not going to affect my calling this match. It is time. It is here. And look, we have somebody who is a rookie. and We have somebody who's somewhat of a veteran who enjoys the hard drinking lifestyle. So, Christian, this is one of those matches where it's really impossible to have a favorite, to make a prediction as to who's going to advance because we just don't know that much. About either, to be honest, which is strange to say when you, when you look at um, – both competitors. The first side of it is the Cinderella story. Uh, Jader Paramo, the hurricane. This guy was plucked out of obscurity at the Orlando event. He tells the story. It was his girlfriend who had the the magic ticket. She gave it to him. He said, I'm not going to get it. And he did. And not only did he get it, he won. He won the whole thing. He became like the, the fans loved him. He made it. He had the story. But could the guy play a match? He plays his first match against Brittany Young, and he wins the match. At the time, he was on the usual suspects. He was traded to the Burning Droogs, and now he represents the Droogs going into the tournament. So there is a lot of pressure on him, I would assume, because he wants to show that he he belongs here. He wants He's a fan of the show. He's a fan of this stuff. He wants to show he is the real deal. It's so funny because when we build up these live matches, we say, oh, well, this person has this record in studio, but what's it going to be like in front of a crowd? Well, Jader's already passed that hurdle. He's competed in front of people, which is a pressure-packed situation. And so I don't think he's going to have a lot of anxiety going into a tournament setting. With Jim Vavitt, on the other hand, Christian, I smell a guy who is, reeks of musk, reeks of whiskey, but also has desire to prove himself, that he's got this great movie trivia brain. It's more the game play that has befuddled him in the past and i think this might be the moment that he's looking at and he's saying this is my time to show the world i know how to dance in the schmodown you would hope so because when the whiskey man came into the league when he came in with it was it was the ign team which turned into top that and they looked scary they looked scary and they looked scary because jim vavita was a monster and he kept answering stuff like oh this guy's going to be champion of the world you're going to see him he's going to be the best and he never learned the game. I would ask him, I'd say, Jim, do you watch the matches? He's like, I, I don't watch the matches. He hasn't watched the match. He doesn't know certain things he didn't know. Now, I don't know if that's changed since, you know, being put in with, with Roxy Stryer. His knowledge is never going to be tested. The guy is brilliant when it comes to movie trivia. He's brilliant. 
it's the schmodown part of it that you you heard to so many people. If you don't learn the schmodown part of it, it's going to be hard to be a champion. But Roxy Stryer, she knows this game better than anybody else. So what's that relationship been like? You saw a bit of the change in the Inner Geekdom tournament. His game seemed to change a little bit more than it was in the past. It's a great question. Look, we have a lot of newcomers that we're going to see coming into this tournament who haven't played a lot. And heck, in eight days, we have a matchup between Chris Jericho and Kevin Smith. So how are they going to be handling the Schmodown format? That's the challenge of this, but it's also the beauty of the game. It's what separates this from all those bar trivia contests that we've all had fun playing in back in the before times. Now it's a matter of not only put up, shut up, study the game, learn how it's played, and maybe you are going to find yourself holding a big, shiny belt. Yeah, and someone who's very accustomed to, to people with big shiny belts is Jader's manager now, Ken Napsok. You can say what you want about Ken; he's aloof. You don't know where he, what he's done, what he's been. Maybe the look, Bonnie Somerville played the game of her life with Ken as her manager. Now, did Ken have anything to do with that? I don't know. Maybe he just brings luck. But either way, he's managed champions before. That's got to help Jader's confidence going into it. So there was tons of smack talk. There was tons of mean things said in this entire thing. And don't worry, we're going to show you all of it right now. It's honestly surreal. Like, I've been watching uh, the Schmodown for years, and now I'm here in the studio. And I actually told myself one day I will be there. up this year to be a manager in the movie trivia showdown that we were going to just give out free matches to all the charity cases out there. We had a fan contest and Jader the Hurricane Paramo ended up winning it and now he's here. As my first match, I competed against 500 people. Then I got blown out to LA. I won that too. I don't know if you see the trend, but I don't fold under pressure. He's the hurricane and he's going to bring a storm. Jader and I, we've been through a lot together already. We were on uh, the team uh, managed by a Cubs fan, and he dumped us like Cubs fans do. They don't know how to win, so they send away their top prizes. Ethan Irwin goes to the usual suspects for Ken Navstock, Jader Paramo, and a 2021 first-round pick. Which is fine, and to be quite frankly, I was honored. I'm here to play. I'm here to stay. I'm here to win until... I reached the very, very, very top. Parumbo, Parumo, Pazumbo, Vader, Jader, I don't know. Nobody knows how to say my last name either. And you're winner! That changes today after I make an example out of you. And I can't wait to get back in there and kick some ass. I'm really back. It's back. It's back. Jim Davida is a player that even the people on the Mount Rushmore of the movie trivia showdown don't want to play. And you want to know what Jim David is good at? Literally everything. The only thing that matters today is not whether I care, whether or not Jim David will actually learn how to play the game, or what Jader can do once he gets out there. All that matters today is what will happen tomorrow when we're celebrating. A victory. Just remember how lucky you were to play in the movie trivia showdown. 
what a shot you got, you know? Those were the good old days. Tell your grandkids about these stories one day and, and that golden ticket you got to Willy Wonka's. She's not wrong, but my definition of charity is actually, how did you get into this league? Was it based off what you know or who you know? Destiny brought me to the Schmeldown. I'm meant to be here. I've earned my spot. When there's a hurricane coming your way, the only thing left to do is run. I mean, Roxy Stryer is just mean. She's just mean. I, I, I got to tell you, I, I've been watching the Schmodown clips lately, and uh, we tend to forget about what Roxy did at Chicago. Not a nice thing. She can be really – when she's working with, with Alex Damon, uh, she seems to be the nicest person in the world. But everyone else, she's just a, she's just a big old meanie, Mark. Okay, you say meanie. I see somebody that is just willing to roll up the sleeves, pass the elbow, get down into the nitty-gritty of whatever soul that her competitor is sporting and just be able to fine-tune that. You know when you're working on a car engine, Christian, and sometimes you know what part you're aiming for. Other times you just got to get that elbow grease going and you just move some stuff around. You pull it out and you say, try it now. That's what Roxy's doing. I think it's going to fire it up a lot. Yeah, but how do you not get fired up watching a Ken Napsok promo? Every single time the guy hits the, the microphone or the camera, you know he's going to say something, and he fires up his players, and he fired up the hurricane, and he talked about the storm. He did all of that, and that's the reason why we're, we're, we're here, to watch both the Napsoks, which are the Burning Droogs, and Roxy Stryer, former co-host together, now once again on the opposite side of things in a management uh, you know, listen, Roxy, last time that your two players played against each other, uh, Ken was kicked out and couldn't couldn't manage. So Not surprised. But this time he's here, it seems to manage. He has his pink hoodie on. And look, you said some you said some really rotten things about Jader in your promo. Do you regret any of those things? No. Are you kidding? This is a charity case. Let's be real. Who is he? Why is he here? Can he please go back to wherever he crawled out from under and Ken what's happening with you right now do you speak are you even involved in this league anymore you kind of pop in pop out like a weird ghost character I I don't know what's going on with Ken but he's definitely not the person I used to know Ken first of all Harloff you call me aloof how about you stop texting me while I'm having dinner then maybe I'll answer give a man some alone time with his casserole Got it? All right. Look, here's the thing. This match isn't about Jim Veveda for us. I like Veveda. Veveda's a good guy. He's a quality writer. He's a great mind. He's the kind of guy you want to hang out with at Comic-Con parties. I like Jim. And I respect someone who hasn't watched a Schmodown match either. Uh, Roxy's great. I love Roxy. Support Roxy. She's like that little sister that you really get behind until she walks up and tries to talk to you in front of your friends in senior hall uh, by the lockers. You just kind of ignore and tell your friends, I don't know what that was about. Uh, What this is about is about Jader. And everyone will call uh, into this match or look at this match and say, this is a plucked out of obscurity Cinderella story, child of destiny. Destiny is only the force that brings you to a point of choice. You have to decide what to do with the opportunity that destiny has given to you. And Jader, 
has decided to take it and to run with it. He doesn't need to prove anything to anybody. He knows what he's capable of. I know what he's capable of. We are here together on this team after being being cast aside by other teams. That's fine. We don't care. We're here for ourselves. And that's the point of today's match for us. You know, Christian, it's almost like a Freaky Friday situation because I feel like Roxy would be endorsing the plucky newcomer with a heart of gold, and Ken would love managing a guy named the Whiskey Man. So I'll simply ask Ken first, and then Roxy, you can piggyback off it. You're talking to your competitor, and what's the last thing that you said in the virtual locker room before the world can watch you manage? What is that last piece of advice that you gave? Ken, start with you. The last piece... I gave advice I gave to Jader. I'll tell you, he wrote me. He's like, Coach, uh, I don't know what to say for my promo. And I said, you don't have to say anything for a promo. We're not cutting promos here. We're telling your story. All you have to do is write the next chapter of what you want the world to know. And that's what I told him. And Roxy. I would love to see him cut a promo against me. That poor little kid. Oh, he'd have no idea what to say. Uh, you know, Christian, it was interesting that earlier on you mentioned Vavita not having watched matches. Since he's been on the Rockstars, he has been watching tons and tons of matches. And so I didn't have to say much to him. He was very ready for this. One of the things that I've been working on with him is making sure he really knows the game. So just a couple of reminders going into this because people seem to forget when we go digital what exactly you can do. And so making sure he knew all his options, but he already knew it. He just sent a simple thumbs up to my text message because he's got this in the bag. All right. Well, look, both managers very confident in their players. And it is a first round match between... Jader, the Hurricane Paramo, and Jim, the Whiskey Man, Vavida. All right. Good luck to both Roxy and Ken Napsa. All right. Look, Mark, the strange thing here is that because Vavida is coming off of a loss in Intergeekdom, he's coming off of, a, I think, one or two losses in his team's matches, uh, he's uh, he's the, he's going to come. He's going to be underdog here. Which is strange, considering that Jader has only played one match. He's one and zero, but he is the he ha- and this is Jim Vavita's first singles match ever. That's right. And if Roxy is to be believed, which I feel like we can trust her as far as we can throw her, is that maybe this situation in the world has given Jim a little bit more free time to digest some showdown matches. Heck, we're all watching old movies or TV shows or, God forbid, reading a book. But maybe Jim Vavita is watching old showdown, studying what he could have done better in previous matches. Will we see that applied today against this rookie? We're about to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Movie Trivia Schmodown. Introducing first, representing the rock stars, making his Schmodown singles debut. He is Jim the Whiskey Man, Vavita. Jim Oh, you're right. so people. All right, that is perfect. It is absolutely perfect, Jim. Look, this is this goes from from IG to now. It's the same question. Um, nobody doubts your knowledge. Everybody knows how, how how much you know about this stuff. But you know, the, the gameplay has always been the big question. It's always you and Atchity and, and Whitney Seibel brought up into that category. Of, yeah, but how much do they know the game? Has that changed at all, or would you say, look, I'm going in with my knowledge and uh, you know, fingers crossed? Look. I've been studying as a good student. I'd like to think I'm still a good student. I'm going to go out there and just play the best ball game I can, 
sacrifice the body, all that. So I'm ready. You give 110%, and I hope he saves some room for that whiskey about to hit his liver in celebration, perhaps. But, Jim, it's going to be a short celebration because this is a tournament format. So if you get a win here today, you're just going to be faced with another tough opponent. How far, realistically, can your fans expect you to go in this tournament format? You can go the distance. I'm trying to keep my sports movie metaphor stuff going here. I'll go as far as destiny carries me, and I think destiny's got a pretty good plan for this child. Very nice. Uh, before I bring in your uh, your opponent here, I have to ask you about your manager. What's it been like working with Roxy? Has it been helpful to your overall game? Because in the past, you didn't have a manager. Now you, you have a manager. Has that been helpful with that uh, kind of similar East Coast uh, attitude? Yeah, we're both... And uh, yeah, so we click in that way. No, I think it's great. Uh, she's been she's been really wonderful at, at sort of uh, steering me in the direction that you know if the ship gets a little off course, getting me back on there. Um, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed this. All right, Jim. Well, we're gonna put you in the waiting room, and your opponent is about to make his way. Ladies and gentlemen, his opponent representing the Burning Droogs. With a record of one win, no defeats, he is Jader the Hurricane Haramo! Jader, Haramo back in the house. Dude, look, man, I, we, we, you and I have talked many times about this crazy journey that you're on. You, know, you went from driving as a fan with a with a fingers crossed, hoping that you were picked, but kind of doubtful. You win, you get there, you get the big match, and you beat Brittany Young in your first match. Did you ever think that you were going to get the call to uh, represent your faction in the uh, in the tournament this year? No, not at all, actually. Um, I'm very glad that uh, Ken has that, uh, you know, confidence in me because I know I could do it. Uh, I'm just very happy to be here. Again, uh, it's a very surreal dream. And, you know, being a fan, seeing you guys and what you've done, and seeing that the level that uh, uh, that the showdown is on right now, and just me being a part of this ride is incredible. Jader, it was a pleasure to share the stage with you in Orlando when you got that big victory. But now my question shifts from that night to what's immediately behind you on your left. I see some Glen Livet, I see some Crown Royal, some unmarked bottles. Is that a shot across Whiskey Man's bow? Absolutely. <laughs> Little subliminal hits. You know, that's how that's how we do it over here in so- uh, Florida. Jader, the other question I do have for you with as far as, you know, Roxy has been talking a lot. And does any of that stuff, does it get to you? Do you have conversations with Ken? You know, it's like, you know, Roxy's been, she's she's been managing for a bit. And do those words cut? Or you just say, look, I just got to do my job here. No, it's exactly that. Uh, they're just words, to be completely honest with you. She's always going to be running her mouth. It's fine. Um, I'm here to play the game. Uh, I let Ken do the talking and I show up uh, for work, you know. All right. Well, look, good luck to you, Jader. Uh, going to drop you out for a second here. Bring in Jen. There is Jader. And our competitors have hit the virtual arena mark and the questions from me, the rules for round number one. Here we go. Everybody's favorite part of the show, right? The rules in round number one. This is the singles format, which means you're going to hear eight questions in eight different corners of movie trivia schmodown know-how. Each question is worth one point. There is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. 
soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever utensil you have on whatever whiteboard surface you provided for yourself. Once we ask you by name to reveal your answer, please show what you wrote to your camera, same time you verbalize your answer into the microphone. Our each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. You take where Jader lives, you take where I live, right there in the middle, that's JTE. If you need to buy yourself another 15 seconds, you need to get that answer from the back of your head to the front of your head, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the three-round match. You may initiate the challenge as the competitor, but then your manager is going to come in. They must confirm, ratify the decision. All right, so... Mark has read the rules of round number one, and I will ask Jader, are you ready? Absolutely. Jim, are you ready? Yes. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one, question number one, <clears throat> realm of action adventure. Gentlemen, first question. Who plays the lead role in Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time? Ooh, legendary movie in our history, Christian. One of the best. Uh, do you know why it's a legendary movie? Because it's an Oscar-winning uh, movie? No, there's another film that we saw. Oh, I know it. Five, four, Sex and the City. Three, two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down and Jader. Jake Gyllenhaal. That's it. Jim? Jake Gyllenhaal. That's it. Also, thank God I have my glasses on. One, one, and we get to our next question. That's right, folks. We all let that happen. Your next question is in the world of directors. <laughs> directors of films. You okay there, Christian? That was a good joke. I got Probably it later. That. Yeah, it was good. All right. Adam no. lost it. Nope. <laughs> Gentlemen, which actor was the director of the films Gone Baby Gone and Live by Night? Uh, Christian, I understand. Yeah. Live by Night was in your top 10 of that year. Is that correct? That's false, Mark. I was going to say uh, that the one thing, it's, it was not Shoes Beef Lewis. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Jim. Ben Affleck. Yes, sir. Jader. Ben Affleck. Two, two, as we get to question number three in round number one. Dramas. What 2014 drama? Became known for the line "Not my tempo." You ever uh, you ever said that line during the course of a relationship, Christian? Um, I said it last night during a, a certain dinner. It's not true, but I wish I would have. Five, four, three, two, one. Pen down, please. And Jader. Whiplash. Yes, Jim. Ah, screw that million dollar baby. I just drew a blank. All right, so Jader takes his first lead there, three, two, three to two. As we get to our next question, Marcus Aurelius Ellis. Okay, okay. we're going to go to 90s movies and your question. The world of the 1990s. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan star in what romantic comedy released in 1990? I love this question. I really do. It's a great yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Christian, if you like it so much, why don't you marry it? I got you before you could do the cheesy joke, my friend. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down. Jim. Joe versus the volcano. That's it. And Jader. I missed it. Sleep to be tied up. to be tied up. Three, three. Pays to be old. <laughs> three, three. And now we get to the next question. Fantasy sci-fi. 
who plays Jim Caviezel's father, Frank Sullivan, in the 2000 and time the time travel thriller Frequency. Who plays Jim Caviezel's father, Frank Sullivan, in the 2000 time travel thriller Frequency? I never saw Joe vs. Volcano. Is it good? Nah, it's all right. Frequency is really good. I haven't seen it. Oh, man. Queens, Bayside Queens. Five, ah. four, three, two, one. Pens down and Vavita. Dennis Quaid? Yes. And Jader? Dennis Quaid. Yes. All right. Here we go. These guys know their stuff, Christian. Uh, our next category comes in the world of comedies, and the private <laughs> chat is laughing. Your question, gentlemen. Who played the main lead, Mitch Robbins, in 1991's City Slickers? So, yeah, I never saw Joe vs. Volcano because an ad for it came on when I was like eight, and my mom just yelled, that looks stupid. (laughs) Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down and greater. Billy Crystal. It is Jim Bavita. Billy Crystal. My five as we get to our next question. Next question here. And this is horror slash thriller. Horror slash thriller. Who plays the horror icon known as Candyman in 1992's Candyman? So the way you told it to me, Christian, Billy Crystal approached you at a pumpkin patch and said he was a big fan of the Schmodown. Is that true? Uh, I'll believe it that way. And five, four, three, two, one. Starting with Jader this time. Tony Todd. Yes. And Jim. Tony Todd. That's it. So we see ourselves tied at 6-6 with our seventh, excuse me, eighth final question here, Mark. Yeah, you know, Christian, you get that perfect game jitters out of the way with an early miss, and now they're rolling. Our last question here in round number one is in the world of animated movies. Could be drawn by hand or on a computer. Your question. In what animated film will you see a gingerbread man being tortured by having his gumdrop buttons removed? Halloween party with Mark Ellis. (laughs) When we dressed up as each other. I had that somewhere. Now I can't wear that shirt anymore. (laughs) Five, four. It's blurred out. Two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down and Bavita. Shrek. That's correct. And Jader. Shrek. Tied game seven to seven, Mark. After the first round, a hell of a battle between both Vavita and Paramo going toe-to-toe, scrapping in the middle of the ring here. And now we get to round number two. Mark, how's that go? In round number two, this is known as the wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, and ultimately pure, unfiltered justice. Each competitor, once they spin the wheel and settle on a category, is going to have four questions in said genre of schmodown goodness. Each question is worth two points. There is no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round at number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. So we're in a situation, a scenario, where Whiskey Man and Hurricane are tied at seven, which means that by proxy, Hurricane is going to have the option of choosing whether he would like to spin first or defer to his drunk opponent yeah we're gonna drop roxy and jim out for a moment ken you got 60 seconds to talk to your competitor starting now 
Look, Jader, I, I always think it's important to put pressure on your opponent. Make them make the mistakes early. Make them trip over themselves. But this is your game. This is your destiny. You're here to show the world that the phrase of Florida man now means winner, not a punchline. All right? You make the call. You go with your heart. Jader? Absolutely. No, I was thinking the same. Uh, I'm going to let them go first. Are you going to let them go first? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to let them go first. All right. So let's. Uh, we will remove jader and we'll remove ken interesting because it looked like ken was telling him to go first i you know what it sounded like that early but then he said let them make the mistakes early so i think he was letting them walk into a possibly a trap oh all right okay well well now we'll bring back uh roxy and jim sounded to me like a miscommunication it sounds like they have no communication skills over there that's fine Mm -hmm. Uh, Jim, you've got this. I've watched Jader's one other match. He's such a charity case. He sucks in round two. He's not going to be able to hang. This is where you really will shine. Uh, if you don't feel confident in the first spin, I know you could take anything on that wheel, but if you don't feel confident, feel free to spin again because we just want you to feel somewhere that you're land somewhere you're comfortable. Uh, and I'm here to help you along the way. You're doing great so far, really crushing this. And I have no doubt in my mind, no whiskey man is going to be the last man standing here. I did not drink whiskey before this match. I played, but afterwards we will to celebrate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, Jader totally sucks. Oh, all right. Well, taking shots of poor Jader. Here we go. So the wheel comes up. There it is, and the spin is in. Here we go. All right, round. Ryan on that wheel, Christian. A good spin. It certainly is. And ooh, Ooh, the one wedge you didn't want. All right, so we're going to bring in Ken Napsock and Jader. We're going to drop out Roxy here at the moment. Going to drop out Jim at the moment. You got 60 seconds to decide what you want to give him here, uh, Jader, starting now. Ken. Look, Jader, here's the thing. This is why it pays to know your opponent. Veveda is a film critic. He's a film pundit. He knows festival darlings, Oscars, the winners, everything. The The best thing I would think here is, is to narrow focus it. You never know in a category dedicated to one actor how deep it's going to get, and that's where the danger lies. My recommendation is a, a specific actor, not a director, but an actor. Jader? Um, all right. I can... Let's go with uh, Meg Ryan. All right, that's the advice there from Ken. Ken's making a big call here, going with Meg Ryan. Are going to bring out, um, going to bring back Jim Vavita. The hurricane is here. All right, Jim, you're going to get four questions in the realm of Meg Ryan films. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Question one. Meg Ryan plays a captain in the U.S. Army in Courage Under Fire, which is set during which war? Multiple choice. Is it A, World War II, B, the Korean War, C, the Vietnam War, D, the Gulf War? It's the Gulf War. I just wanted to make sure that there wasn't some... That's it. One point. One point. Here's question two. Meg Ryan plays Catherine Boyd in 1994's IQ. Who turns out to be a relative of Albert Einstein? How is he related to her? Multiple choice. A, uncle. B, father. C, cousin. D, grandfather. I saw this movie at a test screening like 25 years ago. I want to say 
five. Four. Uncle. For one point, that's correct. <laughs> Next question. Wow. Question three. Which actor plays an angel who falls in love with Meg Ryan's character in City of Angels? I know this, but multiple choice to be safe. Is it A, Nicolas Cage? B, John Travolta? C, John Cusack? D, Russell Crowe? Nicolas Cage. Nicholas Cage for one point is correct. All right. Last question here. Here you go. Meg Ryan plays a promoter of which sport in the film Against the Ropes? Multiple choice. I know I put multiple choice to be safe. Is it A, boxing? B, wrestling? C, kickboxing? D, mixed martial arts? Ooh. Can you repeat those? You get one repeat of the, of the multiple, and that's A, boxing, B, wrestling, C, kickboxing, D, mixed martial arts. Clarity, you get one without a without a penalty. I'm going to say boxing. Correct for one point. So Jim Vavita guesses his way through. He's got himself an 11 to 7 lead here after getting all four questions, but he gets four points. And now we're going to drop Jim out again, bring back Ken Knapsack. Once again, Ken, 60 seconds to talk to Jader here starting now. Jader, you see what we got there. That was a great round. He knew him. He got him all right. But one point each, you can take control here. I just want you to reach out with the force, grab that wheel with your mind, and give it a big old giant spin. All right, buddy? Gotcha, man. All right. Here, so the wheel is up for Jader. This is his shot. And here's the spin. All right, Christian. Yeah, it, it was a, a round of lots of knowledge, but not a lot of risk-taking. Kind of nickel and diming his way around the question. Yeah, he jabbed his way through it. Eddie Murphy movies. Eddie Murphy, 60 seconds, starting now. Mm, I'm, I'm going to spin again. Let's, stay, let's uh, let fate decide. Nope. Let's well, this, is, this is the spin, whatever it is here. Got to take it. And the spin is in as and that clock one set. If you it's that t- Christopher Nolan slice, I get to say the name of a patron. You owe me wow. 20 cents for that there, Christian. There you Spinner's go. Spinner's choice. There you go. Spinner's choice it is. Wow. Jader Paramo having a very lucky wheel round. And Jader, uh, 60 seconds once again to decide starting now. Let's go with uh, Pixar. Going with Pixar right. mode, Mark. All right. He knows what he needs. Dropping Ken out and bringing... Oops, sorry. Dropping Ken out and bringing back Jim. All right. Four questions in the realm of Pixar movies, Mark. All right, Jader, two points. Unless you check the multiple choice. And that point question is going to be worth one. Your first of four Pixar flick-related questions. Excuse me. The characters Jesse the Cowgirl and Bullseye the Horse are introduced in which film in the Toy Story franchise? Toy Story 2. That's two points, and Christian, Shader's all of a sudden within two points of David's lead. All right, next question. Next question. Who voices Remy's father, Django, in Ratatouille? Remember, both competitors keep those hands up. Multiple, uh, yeah, multiple choice. Multiple choice it is. Is it A, Ian Holm, B, Brad Garrett, C, Brian Dennehy, or D, James Remar? Is it A? It is not A, which means now Jim David has the opportunity for a steal. Jim, I'm going to repeat the question in the multiple choice options for a point. 
Who plays Remy's father, Django, in Ratatouille? Is it A, Ian Holm, B, Brad Garrett, C, Brian Dennehy, or D, James Remar? Brian Dennehy. The legendary Brian Dennehy from FX fame. That is correct. And Christian, that's a huge deal for Jim. Yep. Big one. There's the next question. All right, Jader still has the chance to walk into round number three with a narrow lead, but he's got to hit these two questions and get the two-point value for them. Jader, your penultimate question in the world of Pixar. What type of animals are Fluke and Rudder, voiced by Idris Elba and Dominic West in Finding Dory? Sea lions. They are sea lions for two points, and Jader pulls to within one. And he can take the lead with his last question in round number two. For two points in the lead, Jader, in the world of Pixar, which character in The Incredibles tells Mr. Incredible, my God, you've gotten fat? Mirage. That is incorrect for a two-point huge deal, Jim. Which character in The Incredibles tells Mr. Incredible, my God, you've gotten fat? Multiple choice, please. Can't, Can't do, do multiple choice because this is a steal and Jader did not elect. Um, Frozone? Incorrect. We're looking for Edna, Edna Mode. Ah. I, I, I got it right after. Yeah. So that shows me a little bit of the rookie hijinks there with maybe taking a little bit of time. Didn't take the time and Bavita sees himself with a one-point lead going into round number three. That could be massive as we get to the third and final round. What a scrap it's been so far, Mark. The rules of round number three. Round number three will be the round that determines the match and who advances in the tournament, lest we go to sudden death overtime. We are prepared with questions in that event. In round number three, we need three numbers from each competitor's mouths. These numbers can range from 1 to 20. They may not be the same number as your opponent. These numbers correspond to a different corner of movie trivia schmodown know-how. Your first question is going to be worth two points. Your next one is going to be worth three points. Your last one, should we get that far, is worth five of the biggest points of your tournament so far. (laughs) So, Jim, you enjoy a narrow one-point lead heading into round number three. So you can give us your three lucky numbers first from one to 20. Which ones you want? Let's do uh, three, three, uh, 11 and 17. Best numbers I ever heard. Sexy, gorgeous numbers. Love it. Every number you picked was perfect. Roxy, you get 60 seconds soon. Hold on. And Jader? 7, 13, and 18. 7, 13, and 18. Trash numbers. 7, 13, and 18. All right, let's start. Let's start with uh, Roxy. You get 60 seconds to talk to Jader. Excuse me, to talk to Jim starting now. Just taking a moment to acknowledge, Jim, that we are in a match right now in which you were given... Uh, opponent's choice and he had spinner's choice and you're still up by one going into the third round so you should have all the confidence in the world you have so much more knowledge and deeper cuts going here take your time you still have your jte rules if you need somebody to repeat the question just ask for it uh you absolutely have this the knowledge is inside you as you know and clearly this is your match to win today all right thank you sucks that's that, let's be nice. And now we're going to remove Roxy and Ken. You're going to have 60 seconds to talk to your competitor starting now. 
Jada, right now you're so close, the score is irrelevant. You need to just concentrate on yourself, concentrate on your path. Remember, you too have your JTE rules. Uh, right now in Wisconsin, JTE's got his face in a bowl of mac and cheese and his heart is tingling, hopefully because of what we're saying about him, not the food. Uh, the other thing, you don't listen to the Ro- Roxy is like a chihuahua begging at your feet for Cheez-Its. Don't worry about it. Concentrate on what you got to do here. You got this. Take your time. All right. Thank you, Ken. All right. Jader, you're going to go first here. You chose category number seven. Category number seven, Jader. That lands in the realm of remakes and reboots. Remakes and reboots. All right. Hold on one second, please. Here you go. All right. What 2017 movie reboot of a popular TV show? Co-stars Elizabeth Banks and Brian Cranston. Five, four, three, two. Repeat the question, please. What 2017 movie reboot of a popular TV show co-stars Elizabeth Banks and Brian Cranston? Five, four, three, two. One. Nothing? All right. The answer was Power Rangers. Power Rangers was the answer. All right. So, Jader stays with you here as we get to your second question. 13. Number 13. Number 13. And that in the realm of the 2010s. 2010s. All right. 2010s. Jader, are you ready? Yeah. Here you go. All right. Mindy Kaling, Anne Hathaway, Helena Bonham Carter have roles in which 2010s film, meaning in the 2010s. Could be any year from 2010 to 2019. Ocean's 8. That is correct. That is correct. All right. So three points. Three points. All right. So it jumps back. Veveda takes a, excuse me, Paramo takes the lead. And now Jim Veveda needs to hit his two-pointer in order to tie, in order to tie. Mark, he chose uh, number three. That is correct, Christian. And that number of Mark Mosley corresponds to family films. All right. Jim, movies that can be enjoyed by the entire family, even the whiskey-swilling papa. Your question for the tie. Who plays Robin Williams' ex-wife in the film Mrs. Doubtfire? Five, four. Can you repeat that? First one. Sir, you can. In the category of family films, who plays Robin Williams' ex-wife in Mrs. Doubtfire? Five, four, three, two. Dan Archer. Oh, looking for... Sally Field. Ah. 
Sally. That's how we feel. You like me, you really like me. All right, so it stays in for him. Both of those guys missing their two-pointers, and uh, Paramo sees himself with a two-point lead still as Jim Vabenden now has to answer his three-pointer in order to bounce it back to Jader, and that's category 11, Mark. That's right. Mark Rippon's number means spy movies today, Christian. Spy movies. All right. Uh, Jim, good news is that you get this right. You take the lead. Bad news is that if you get it wrong, you only have your five-pointer left. So in the world of spy and all that could encompass for the lead in 2006's Casino Royale who played Vesper Lynn Eva Green Christian Jim Vavita is back on top Jim Vavita back on top so where we stand now is that Jada Paramo needs to hit his five pointer in order to bounce it back to Jim if he hits it, then Jim has to answer in order to try to win the game. However, if he misses, Jim Vavita will move on to play either the winner of Tim Franco or Tom. Here we go. All right, Jader, you chose category number 18. That's Will Smith movies. Will Smith movies. Here you go. All right. All right. Who plays the NSA official Thomas Brian Reynolds, who is caught on camera having someone murdered in the film Enemy of the State? Five, four, three. Two. Repeat the question. Second one. Here it is. Who plays NSA official Thomas Brian Reynolds, who is caught on camera having someone murdered in Enemy of the State? Five, four, three. Repeat the question. Last one. Who plays NSA official Thomas Brian Reynolds, who was caught on camera having someone murdered in Enemy of the State? Five, four. Is it John Boyd? That's correct. With a massive, massive pull. Hits five-pointer and sends it back to David using all three JTEs. Holy mackerel. What a pull by the Rook as we now see David has to answer his final question in order to win the game. Mark, he chose category number 17. Excuse me. Uh, Yes, number uh, 17. That's right. Doug Williams' number corresponds to one of the most celebrated movie stars of all time, Christian, Tom Cruise. Yes. Just had Will Smith. Now we have Tom Cruise, two beloved box office sensations. But, Jim, your knowledge of Tom Cruise may propel you to the next round of the Movie Trivia Schmodown Tournament. you get it right, you advance. If you get it wrong, you're going home. Where you I are. <laughs> For five points, Jim, and the win in the world of Tom Cruise, 
in the firm. What is the name of the law firm that Tom Cruise's character ultimately works at? Repeat the question. That, you do that? That, is the, that is the second one. Wait, is that the... That's the... That's your second? That's the second one, okay. Jim, in the world of Tom Cruise, in the film The Firm, what is the name of the law firm that Tom Cruise's character ultimately works at? Five. Repeat the question again. It's the last one. Yeah. In the world of Tom Cruise, in the film The Firm, what is the name of the law firm that Tom Cruise's character ultimately works at? Um, Markham, Martin, and Stone. I don't know. And your winner, advancing to the next round, Jada, a hurricane, Mark, the answer? Wow. The answer was Bandini, Lambert, and Locke. That, that is, that oh. is, it was a tough one. So, tough. all right, Jim Vavita, I'm going to put you in the waiting room there. Tough question for Vavita, but look, Paramo pulls out the victory there. Holy moly. Ken, let's start with you. This is, uh, this is nuts. This is this was a nutty fight because opponents spinners. He was down going into the third round. Um, you you got to be impressed with the fact that he was able to kind of stick it out there. I'm not impressed, Christian. This is what I knew he was capable of. Uh, and by the way, this is right now about the only thing John Void is good for. But we're going to take it. Uh, I believe Jader. Listen to me, man. Don't get caught up in the hype. Don't get caught up in the chat shows. Don't get caught up in your opponent. Opponent Jim Vavid is a great guy who's a class act, who knows his stuff. He got tripped up. You can't worry about his journey. You worry about yours. We'll deal with Roxy some other time. All right, she's probably got some homework tonight assigned by her second period history class teacher. She'll be taken care of. But you concentrate on yourself. That's what this tournament is about. We are going to be a good kind of selfish. Vader, Vader, I guess so. The way you play. It you, works. Whatever, that's fine. Jader, you are now two and zero. Big yeah. start here, beating someone like Vavita. That is, uh, that's an impressive, impressive win. As you now find yourself two and zero, were you nervous? Did you know how? How did you pull that Voight question? Uh, was it a, a guess, or did it was it kind of like a Ben Bateman special? A little bit of both. I knew he was in the film. I when I asked you to repeat the question, the uh, when you said the NSA, I was between him and uh, and um, Jason Lee, which gives him the tape. Uh, that's why I had to repeat the question to make sure I was I was there. But um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. To be honest with you, everything else, man, uh, I made a rookie mistake and I answered a question quickly in the second round um, that I knew both that I missed and it happened to me last time. I tried to jump the gun instead of waited out the full 15 seconds. So it's something that I'm definitely going to uh, work on. Uh, yeah, Jader, when you got that last question and it was announced that it was correct, you kind of looked like you just got shuttled through the Stargate and you didn't know where you were for a sec, but you're man. here. And now where you have been shuttled is round two of this tournament. So how far can you take this? Well, I'm trying to go the whole way, Mark. You know, that's that's the uh, that's the plan. That's what I'm going to do. 
Um, again, I uh, kudos to Jim. He was a one hell of an opponent. Uh, I'm a big fan. Again, I'm a fan. So you have to understand, seeing going up against these guys, I know what he was, uh, what he's capable of, and I know his deep cut knowledge. Um, I was uh, hoping that he wouldn't get questions that he knew, obviously, you know. Um, but I, who, who's next? I think it's either Tim Franco or. That's my next or, question. Yeah, either Tim Franco or Tom. Do you have a preference? Uh, either one, to be honest with you. I, it just right now, it's it's just we got whoever's gonna come. Regardless, I gotta face them, right? So whoever come, whatever may. Uh, Ken, so look, this is uh, already, you know, you, even I said in the beginning, you might you might be aloof. You might very well be not wanting to be bothered during dinner, but you have to give credit where credit is due. And what I have saw already with when you've taken over now, Bonnie Somerville played the game of her career with you. Uh, and now Jada Paramo beats a very, very skilled competitor in the Whiskey Man, Jim Vavita. Are you uh, are, are you? a lot better at this than you're leading on christian i was an award-winning little league coach in 1998 do people not factor that in i hear the comments i hear the chat shows ken doesn't care he's here to collect money my invoice will be in on time uh yeah i hear all of it you come after me come after me i've got the shield on i've been around the block i've been in this league i helped build it and i'll take the slings and arrows my competitors they're the ones that just need to worry about themselves. Bonnie played a great game. She lost, but you know what? She exceeded expectations, and that's all that mattered in that match for us. Uh, Jader moves forward. Uh, Tim Franco, he's a great kid. He's a great kid. You know, he brings, uh, you know, uh, my girlfriend EG's from Arizona when he travels out for live events and everything. He's a sweetheart. Tom, I respect Tom for building a name on one name. People know the name because of him and his skills. Either one will be a great opponent, but we don't worry about that. We worry about ourselves here. That's the money. Well, congratulations, Jada the Hurricane Paramo, advancing to the second round of the Ultimate Schmodown Singles Tournament. And to Ken Napsok, the manager of the Droogs. Gentlemen, congratulations, and we'll see you uh, in the next round. All right. Going to bring back um, an obviously heated Roxy Stryer and disappointed Jim. Roxy? Yeah, I have never been so proud of a player for not knowing the answer to a question. If you knew that five-pointer, you're a loser. You are a freaking loser with no life. I have never been so happy to have one of my players miss a question. Jim Vavita still goes down as one of the best players in the movie Trivia Schmodown, one of the most knowledgeable players here. And honestly, his record is not showing that. So we've got some work to do to make sure that he gets a record that shows how talented and how knowledgeable he really is. You know, that was that's it was a tough five. There's no doubt about it, Jim. But do you think that maybe in round number two, because you said a couple times that you think you thought you knew the answer that maybe you should have stuck with, with the trying to get the two points? Or you're, you're happy with the, the gameplay in round two? Um, I would hate to. I would hate to have made a mistake because I was cocky. Yeah, um, I think I, I just I was a little gun shy, frankly, from some past matches and maybe uh maybe that shook me a little bit when i should have just gone for it um jim not at all not at all it wouldn't have made a difference based on the score it wouldn't have made a difference because two times you thought you knew the answer if we had two extra points it wouldn't have mattered so don't question that for one second today you spun opponent's choice and they spun spinner's choice which by the way happens to the rock stars a lot 
Uh, I don't know whether that's some karma coming back from a past life of mine, but sorry to the rock stars. And you still were so incredible. Uh, Jader still sucks and is a charity case and uh, won't go very far in this tournament. So sucks to suck because Jim David is still a winner. <laughs> All right. That is a senior quote material there, Christian. It sucks to suck. Uh, Jim, my question to you is simply a matter of when you did spin opponent's choice, unfortunate though it may be, the team decided to saddle you with Meg Ryan. And I thought that maybe that might have been a blessing in disguise. Was there a category on that wheel today? Now that you have some time to beef up your weaknesses. Give away like, nothing, Phew. Jim. Give away nothing. I say nothing. I will say, uh, you'd be surprised how much I know about Meg Ryan movies. Um, you would think somebody who did see so many 80s and 90s movies at the time would have remembered that Sally Field was the wife, the ex-wife, and Mrs. Doubtfire. I completely drew a blank. I remember so many other people from that movie except her. So that's the one I'm more pissed about that than the other ones. I will say, I am, I, I, I'm going to chalk up the run that I'm having this year on bad luck because between that, the answer for like who was named the guy in room and then the name of the firm in the firm, you know, like it just, it, it just, I feel like, yeah, there's a, there's a sort of karmic biting in the ass going on that, that uh, feels a little out of my, that's what of- it is. It happens. It, it, there's there's no doubt about it. You look at some of the great players in the game and they've gone on certain runs like you're talking about. There's things that sometimes you look, even the great Clark Wolf, there was a run where she was getting hit with everything, uh, it, it, everything that seemed like she didn't, she couldn't get. And then the following year, she becomes a, a two-time champion. So uh, I don't think anybody doubts Jim David's knowledge. And I will say, even from watching this game, this is the best I've seen you play the game. There's no doubt about it out of all of it because you're taking your time and, and it seems like though you have caught kind of the the, the, the bug to want to to want to get back in there and and kick some ass. Well, you know the thing that really does that burns your ass is you always know the other guy's answers. You're like, oh, it's John Voight. I, if why didn't I get that? Like I would have killed it. Um, you know, I, I think I, I do. Yeah, I want to. I want to win. I am not feeling good about this run that I've had. Um, so I'm mad at myself, but, um, again, I feel like there's a cosmic 2020 hand at play here. Something, maybe Whiskey Man needed a lesson in humility. I doubt it. Um, but I don't know. I I just want to, I want to win. I need, I want to just rip somebody's spine out predator style at this point. I will say though, the bad run I'm having of these impossible questions at the end reminds me of the time that I auditioned for the old game show The Weakest Link and I made it to the final round all the other contestants got which president freed the slaves and I got one about Welsh poetry so I'm just saying I do there's something there's some cloud over this Charlie Brown house that crops up at the moment I need at least well either way Roxy uh, David, a hard-fought match here today. It didn't go your way, Rocks. You still got a couple people left here in the tournament, but uh, it's, it's yeah. got to be a What are you going to do? What, what are you going to do? I I love the way you played today, Jim. Right. I, I thought you did an awesome job. I love the lack of cockiness in round two. I thought that you really took your time. 
the Sally Field one that people blank on things. I'm really impressed with your gameplay. Uh, and if there's a dark cloud over your head, there's a dark cloud over mine too. And let's see if we can shake it off because it seems like the rock stars are jinxed right now and our we have the best players of any team. So that means that karma will be on our side very soon. I can feel it coming. All right. Well, once again, great match played by Jim Vavita. We will see you very soon. And Roxy, we'll see you very soon here in the uh, Ultimate Schmodown. Back with a vengeance. Back with a vengeance. All right. So Roxy Stryer and Jim Vavita. And we have ourselves a match here. J- uh, Jader, the Hurricane Paramo, advancing to the second round of the tournament. And who would have thought Ken Napsok woke up and he is managing the Droogs and I think doing a better job than Brandon Hanna would do. Well, yeah, Christian. I mean, you've given Ken a piece of your mind when it comes to managing, and it seems like Ken very quietly has improved upon that award-winning Little League performance. Maybe next time he won't be dressed like a hobo you'd see on Highwood Boulevard oh, dressed as the Pink Panther. But maybe he will. Maybe that's what's working. Hey. I don't know. Whatever he ha- whatever he's doing right now, it's working because I'm telling you, I've never seen Bonnie play like that. I've never seen Bonnie hit that five pointer. I was like, how did she this? And the speeches Ken gives Ken is the, one of the best promo speech givers that this league has. And when you're a player and you're hearing that on the other side, it's got to motivate you. I hate to give the guy credit, but when I'm listening to him and I hear Jader kind of and Jader could get inside of his head. But then you got Ken saying focus don't worry about it he he needed to yeah he got all them all right but he needed to go to multiple choice get this focus don't worry about it you're down that that many points stay in the game figure it out like a good coach would and maybe this is where ken's supposed to be everyone has their own style when it comes to managing christian another coach might quote the great welsh poet abraham mctashenberger but no ken knapsack he's gonna be vince lombardi he might even tell you what to do a little heavy-handed sometimes but in the end it works out so far and the bottom line folks is this jader paramo he's here to rock this tournament like a hurricane well done. All right. So there won't be any Welsh poetry for the rest of the day, but there will be a, another match coming up very, very soon. Look at this on August 27th. You talk about the rock stars. Well, they are back. And Le Champion is back with them. Chris Jericho is going to be facing Kevin Smith. In one of the biggest battles in Schmodown history. And if that wasn't enough, the undercard. Can you even call it an undercard? The co-main event at this point. Ben Bateman facing Andrew Guy. Their second battle number one contender shot to face the current champion. Mark, I am excited. Oh, it's going to be a fun one to call for you and I, and it's going to be a great one for the fans to witness. And the fans, they're the reason why we made it this far, why we can have great competitive tournaments. We can have celebrity matches. We can do it all. Thanks to everybody out there watching. So we appreciate your support and a special welcome. And thank you to all of our patrons out there. You want to check out the movie Trivia Showdown Patreon today. Select which tier is right for you. You get pay-per-view matches. You get all sorts of extra bonus goodies, behind-the-scenes content. It's a wealth. It's a it's a resource. It's something that maybe Ken Knapsack should study before his next match what do you say christian uh yeah i think it's probably something that he should definitely do and he probably will do but mark uh look here's the thing we have a we we have an amazing tournament we have a lot of man the managers are still 
All the managers are still in this. The rock stars are still in this thing. Um, and there's so much to be had. And we're so excited. If you guys want to learn everything about the Schmodown as far as what the matches are, it's the schmodownlive.com. That's where you can find the schedule. You want to watch all these matches, four matches a week? Well, you go to youtube.com slash the Schmodown. This very channel that you're watching right now, make sure that you subscribe. You like what we're doing? You like what we're, what we're continuing doing? Well, we need you guys in order to continue to build this we treat our patreon like a subscription service at the ten dollar tier any one of our special pay-per-view events that we do you guys get them no matter and not that means the back catalog all the stuff that we've ever done you guys will get the special exhibition matches the schmodown spectacular any of it you get it at that tier can't do the ten dollar tier well let's get the five dollar tier those there's so much to be had over at the Patreon. Go ahead and check it out. And don't forget, go to the skybound.com and go to the store and check out a lot of the Schmodown merchandise that we have. Mark Ellis, hell, it was really fun to see you, my man. We'll see you next time. All right, bye-bye.